0: This is Drive Time Prop. 30 minutes of jam-packed up-to-the-minute news from a perspective of truth, liberty and justice every weekday. This is Monica Perez.
1: And I'm Brad Binkley.
0: Today's top story is that James Comey, uh, in a in a letter from a report from the Inspector General, was found to have violated policy and set a dangerous example, but there will be no charges. So he claims complete vindication tweeted out some obnoxious tweets that I'll accept your apology now for calling me a liar and the the upshot for me was that it validated his firing because what he did was bad and wrong but in his mind it validated his exoneration And that, to me, was the art of ambiguity. ambiguity, Straight up, like their finding was absolutely similar to Mueller's, where he said, "Oh, Trump is—he might have obstructed justice, but we're not bringing any charges at this time." So, one thing that I noticed about the report was that he was found by the inspector general not to have—he, neither he nor his lawyers were found to have released information to the media however in regular law the fact that he gave it to a friend of his and directed him to release it to the media in any other circumstance that would be considered he would be considered legally culpable for that. So it seems a little fishy, but it plays into the dialectic. So that was the top story for today.
1: Yeah, I love seeing James Comey tweet out his vindication.
0: He is definitely trying to be provocative and people are making fun of him for it.
1: Absolutely. Super obnoxious. The Democrat field has been cut down to 10, from 400 to 10, and They're going to be all on the same debate stage, and CNN has been hyping up what everybody's been wanting to see. They said that the two primary candidates, the old establishment centrist, is going to be battling against the slightly less older progressive Joe Biden versus Elizabeth Warren if and only if Elizabeth Warren – can take the progressive throne of the Democratic Party from the slightly older than both of them, Bernie Sanders. So this is where the Democratic Party is. We have three people who, if they weren't doing this job, would be living in an assisted living community as the primary contenders and the ones that are being hyped up as the top best candidates that the Democrats can field.
0: I find it impossible to believe that the Democrats really want to win, and this is who they're promoting. It's crazy. I I don't even believe the polls. Yeah. Another kind of parallel story to what happens with Trump and and how these political personalities take the stage. Boris Johnson, the U.K.'s Trump, I guess, bad haircut or whatever and obnoxious like Bolsonaro in Brazil. He is leading the charge as the prime minister now on the conservative side of getting the U.K. out of the EU through Brexit. So the, the current deadline for Brexit is October 31st, which was, would be a no-deal Brexit. They would crash out of, of the EU. It seems messy to me. I don't think that's a great thing to do. But the labor leaders, Jeremy Corbyn, want to stop that, so want to p- pass a resolution in Parliament that they're not allowed to have a no-deal Brexit. What Boris Johnson did in response to that was that he asked for prorogation, I think is the word for it. It's not terribly unusual, but it will be rather lengthy and of a weird timing. He And the Queen signed it where Parliament is not sitting, is suspended. He's suspending Parliament from September 9th to October 14th. And the so Parliament's going to sit, start September 3rd until September 9th. And then they can sit again from October 14th until the Brexit deadline which is October 31st. So Boris Johnson's point is they are not going to be able to pass legislation for no deal Brexit, but it it may trigger a request or a, an agreement to push that no deal Brexit deadline out further. I mean this is definitely game playing and I still will believe Brexit when I see it they continue to blame the sticking point on the fact that they don't want to re-erect a hard barrier between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. So I, I just think games are afoot, but that was the top story today that Boris Johnson, suspends, with the help of the Queen, suspends Parliament for a month.
1: Yeah. Well, they certainly enjoy bashing him in similar ways that they bash Trump. Lawrence O'Donnell apologized last night for statements that he had— made on his MSNBC show the previous night which is a story that you actually covered on our show yesterday on Tuesday O'Donnell reported that Trump's Deutsche Bank deal had two Putin-linked Russian oligarchs as co-signers on it and he had no evidence for that he only had a source and it hadn't been verified which he admitted so he came out yesterday yesterday after Trump's lawyer threatened a lawsuit and he quickly apologized for it, and the media was talking about how he shouldn't have done that, and there's usually a vetting process before you usually have to confirm the anonymous source through your, your network before you can get it approved to do it uh, on the air, yet he did it anyway, which gives the illusion that they have standards like that, which I, I don't believe at all. I believe the standard And power. Is, yeah. And that
0: these guys are like emotionally connected to these stories. It's such- It's yeah. like like- Trump would pay to have prostitutes pee on Obama's bed. I mean, like as if there's these these personal passion. Maybe there are, but I don't think he's going rogue for her. Or I guess it sounds like it. Well, he's People not are in find trouble. Blue. Right, if It right. was such a big deal. He's not in trouble, yeah. and they're letting yeah. it
1: slide. I'm, and I guess the argument could be, well, what's his name? Williams is is on this network, so <laughs> you can get away with anything. <laughs> yes, but right. But what this story did is this is a, this is another publicity stunt. I don't ever watch Lawrence O'Donnell because I find him completely inauthentic. I think, he, I think his, he tries so hard to be outraged, and I don't believe any of it. And I didn't know about that story until you told me, and I hadn't heard anything about it except from you until – Until every single network, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, reported his apology. So by apologizing after getting threatened, the story became more popular than it originally was. And it implanted this idea in people's heads that, oh, Trump had a Russian cosigner. Because people suspect that anyway who don't like them. So this story was like an advertisement for his original story that had no sources.
0: That's interesting because the only reason I even picked up on it is that I read in the Wall Street Journal the story about the Deutsche Bank documents that are not, have not been released, but Deutsche Bank said they had them. It said absolutely nothing about Russian cosigners at all. <laughs> yeah. So when I heard this other story I was like I'm thinking if there was anything to that, the Wall Street Journal probably would have written it. So yeah, now people are going to think, oh, I know what that says. It says Russian coastlines. Exactly. And it definitely does not. Where it's it might, it might still. So another thing that, of course, is all about bashing Trump on the surface, but I believe underneath it all is really about building private institutions for the prison industrial complex. There, it was announced today that. The Trump administration is using private companies to build, in three different states, shelters for families for the immigrant children who have to be released from isolated custody or segregated custody. They're going to try to house 1,370 children in these different places. And, And the states are are raising an outcry, certainly the one in California is raising an outcry, I think it's Florida, Virginia, California, saying we don't want that horrible uh, scar of human deprivation. But it's this is where the dialectic, the thesis, the antithesis, and the synthesis come in, is that, first of all, for some reason, the border, this phenomenon has increased by 400%, or something crazy like that, from 100 100- thousand to close to 500,000 year over year. There's just something going on. People are being pushed. I've seen the poblacion frontadas coming out with these movements of people. It's just being pushed, push, push, push. And the Democrats are saying these conditions are unbearable. The Trump administration is fulfilling the same law that Obama fulfilled, and the answer – and I I picked up on it a long time ago but just forgot kind of what I had originally thought the game was here. And now it comes back to, yes, we are going to respond to what the Democrats are saying by pumping money into the private prison system or the – whatever, institutional capacity. It's usually the same thing as the prison's. It doesn't sound like a lot of beds, but, you know, the way the government works, uh, that could be a lot, a lot of money, and it could be just the beginning. Once they get this through, you won't even know if they ten times it.
1: Yeah. So we talked about a story yesterday on the Propaganda Report, our deep dive podcast, which will be out later today, the the Popeye story, how an activist showed up to Popeye's and was registering people to vote while people were waiting in line for the famous chicken sandwich. That's now no longer available. Well, (laughs) President Obama chimed in and he praised the 17-year-old high school kid, the activist, who set this up and got people out to vote, which I thought was interesting because it revealed a little bit more information about the story that I hadn't seen before. And that's that the kid didn't set this up all by himself, which I – think we probably both suspected he had (laughs) you
0: said if he had he should get a campaign job for anyone going. exactly of course yeah that's that's why because it seems pretty professional thinking
1: yeah that's because he had somebody who's currently in a campaign helping him do it he had a woman named stephanie sneed who is a lawyer running for a seat on the school board council in charlotte north carolina who set it up and yeah, kind of made him the. front Where of was
0: it. it? Where was his right? His vote recruitment thing? What
1: Charlotte? The,
0: oh, it was. It was there. She mm-hmm. was a local.
1: Yeah, so she's getting. A she's local. building her resume.
0: Well, but she used a front man. That's interesting. Yeah, that's nice. But now it came out right that she did with, it's wrap, wrapped wrapped in the glow of Obama.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got to let the young people lead. They say.
0: Well, I thought that your that your observation that what they did was they got people to go to get the Popeye sandwich as a political statement against Chick-fil-A and that while they were, so they have associated, they could get people to come out even if they don't want a chicken sandwich Mm -hmm. as virtue signaling or whatever. that put a new twist on my thinking about how some of this advertising is going to where it appeals to some people, but it definitely puts some people off and I was thinking, on the one hand, at and I think it was a Super Bowl commercial. I've only heard it on the radio. I did not see it. But they have these – well, AT&T had a lot of commercials like this where it just was very identity skewed. So, like, if there was a white guy in it, he just seemed stupid. Yeah. But Or I think that, like, there was the – I hear on the radio all the time, I think it's AT&T, the gay couple who's camping in the – outside in the winter in Chicago or something like that. And I thought why why would AT&T do that? Why does Gillette say men suck? You know, why are yeah. they doing that? It seems very political, politically motivated to me that it's purely about CEOs really being political plants a lot of times and not simply shareholder value creators. But but I did have some sense that maybe after you said that that they do take they they are willing to sacrifice one segment of the population in order to get absolute loyalty from another section yeah. i also think that like i noticed there was there's one ad of sephora hourglass makeup an hourglass like very female image but the model seem to me i don't know if they're all male or if they're kind of androgynous looking but i thought wow there you don't need any politics to realize that if they could get men to wear makeup they would really double their sales like that could just be a purely profit driven thing yeah. and and then the the other thing i thought was it had political overtones and this is just a more of a pandering thing i think not as much as like that Popeyes thing that you pointed out was really brilliant like it was just so it got people to get off the couch for political reasons exactly. to buy a chicken sandwich the owner of Timberland and Vans and I think North Face they said they are going to stop buying leather from Brazil because of the Amazon fires oh and how <laughs> leather <laughs> contributes to the destruction of the world's rainforests with that without evidence you know like i mean <laughs> I just think that's – let's do some homework first because this is such a politically charged, obviously two-sided, misrepresented story that for them to do that, if that's a public company, I mean, I think you could – you should be able to have a case against them of making bad intentionally, knowingly making business decisions that will hurt their bottom line. But I don't think there's any out for that when it comes to politics.
1: And that's the type of stuff that I think that we're going to continue seeing more and more, especially after the Popeye's thing is there companies that are going to be trying these types of techniques that Popeye's so successfully executed.
0: Yeah, I believe it. And then that reminded me of the, uh, the, what was the story you had about Chappelle?
1: Dave Chappelle released a new standup special two days ago. And mind you, three or four days ago, he was kind of a progressive hero because he did a, a show for the victims of the Dayton shootings up in Ohio, and was very much, very much in the in the gun control gun control. Uh, he's field. from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, they everybody loved him. Everybody yeah. loved him until he released his special the next day, and then. Everybody hated him except people who like comedy. They think he's brilliant because <laughs> people are saying this is one of the th- – people saying this makes him up there with one of the best of all time. I don't know if I agree with that, but I've watched part of it, and it's really good. And Ch- Chappelle makes edgy jokes. It's what he's always done. But every article from Vice News or from what would be considered left wing me- left-wing media, same thing. He's transphobic. He's a bigot. How dare he do that? How dare he not – heed the complaints that have been made from the trans community about his jokes for years, yet he refuses to stop. He refuses to do what they tell him. He continues joking about trans people. There's, trans people are like 0.6% of the population. If you're catering your entire set around what trans people want, you're not going to have too many people watching your show. It's, it's crazy. Tra- that is part of what
0: they're trying. I mean, that is the whole point of Chilling and political suppression, which, by the way, I believe will have to be the end of comedy, even humor, because humor is a disruption in your mind's expectations. And if you can't expect, if you're not permitted to expect anything based on your experiences or your, you know, the way the human mind works, where you just look at patterns, you look at what you think is normal, just so that you can see that tiger in a tree. That's how you work. And humor is... Oh, you think that's somebody's, It's a tiger, but it's really pajamas. You know, it's like, that's just how it works. So you have to have the standards there. You have to be looking for, you know, it's the anomaly that makes it funny. But Chappelle, I think, I don't know. I used to, I really respected him. Oh, and by the way, with him, if you want to find something offensive to trans people, he had, there was an interview that I've seen more than once, numerous times, where he was talking about how they always want to put black men in a dress, and he was not having it. So one day he came to work, and in his trailer on his in his dressing area was a dress. And he said, I'm not putting that on. I'm not doing that skit. I'm not doing it. And he said that they were pressuring him so hard. They are just like, come on, you can do it. Like it just pressure, 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 pressure. And he used to talk about those kind of pressures. He used to talk. He had like a female lead he wanted – Uh, uh, In a show he was going to do And they just did not want him To use the person he wanted to use Because they wanted him to pander To a certain demographic uh, Need or Political Politically acceptable thing And he was just like I've had it And then he I think this was an interview About why he walked away from the whole thing Went to Africa for a while And then he came back And I remember him doing those Netflix specials I was so excited he came back the first one was really good, and then by the last one, it was terrible and just you know not funny. It was all messagey. I thought, if I recall correctly, the order. But he mentioned a couple of times, like how how much you want that big easy money, and sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Kind of impression I got from those. And when somebody else had just kind of thrown an offhand thing like, oh, he sold out," I thought, "Yeah, oh, maybe maybe this is." Maybe just getting him back on the reservation, as they say, was it was a kind of sellout for him because he needed – I mean, his thing was to be really, truly independent. Like, he was truly independent, and I felt like that's why he had to just walk away because the pressure to be creative and fit inside a box that somebody's putting out for you has to be unbearable.
1: Yes, I recall that. He had some – some people believe like the Illuminati had gotten to him as like a theory that he used to have. That's the thing about this is he always makes fun of everyone, and he opened up this special by making fun of white people, and he hits every gender and, and culture. He makes fun of everybody, yet trans people in these articles are supposed to be exempt from that. I thought it was equality. I thought we were supposed to all get made fun of equally like we want to do everything equally, yet – there, there seems to be these these people and these, these really progressive networks that are like monitoring comedy. I mean, you don't have to watch it. I, I don't like these feminist comedians. I think they're terrible. They're offensive to me, but I'm not out there protesting that you need to get them off air and shut them up. I just don't watch them.
0: They're, right. Yeah, free will. Yeah. I mean, what happened to that? I, that's the thing. It's, that's the thing, that if if you aren't – if we are not capable of making our own decisions, then we're not capable of self-governance. And then we're just, then what they're saying to us is you really need tyranny. Yeah. You really need. And, and in which case I'll take a monarchy. I want a monarchy where, where they actually feel like you're the family that they're there. They have this one person, one head. So like, if things go wrong, See, at least with the monarchy, if things went wrong, you had a focus and people could come off with this head. And your children, you want to leave a legacy for your children. You want to teach them how to govern. I'm not promoting monarchy, but I'm saying a a technocracy, an anonymous technocracy, all-powerful, there is absolutely no resistance to that. There is no way to resist that at all.
1: Yeah, but they want control over it.
0: Uh Yeah, so, anyway, that's real mind control there. The Okay, so, I don't know if you saw this, the FBI is looking into the cameras that were malfunctioning outside Epstein's cell. Yeah. So I don't know what they'll come up with then, but, you know, who cares? Like, I just, I keep getting back to the original idea, which is there's no reason, it, it doesn't matter. It does not, yeah. unless, although your idea is that if, if Trump is really out there to exonerate the the like or to actually hunt down the pedophiles and tra- human traffickers, which is a QAnon thing from way back, yeah, that is the that is the theme of the Trump
1: is Batman movement. It's called the Storm, is what they called it.
0: Oh, is that that what JJ sent me that hilarious meme of? Trump saying, "I am the storm." Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was just funny on its face. I didn't realize it was had because I noticed it triggered some people, and I was like, "It's just funny," but I guess it's not just funny because there's more to it than that. So the another thing that was big, big in the news today is that injuries and apparently the first vape-related death to the point where. I think it was Jewel's CEO said, if you do not smoke, do not just take up vaping. It is not for the non smoker. But of course, Jewel is criticized. The vaping companies are criticized because they do target, well, they certainly have flavors that seem to target young people. (laughs) I think it's rampant in middle schools and stuff. Like, I do think my kids talk about it. People do vape. So I, I just feel like if you can't tell in what format God gave it to you, then you don't need it there's other ways to get your nicotine but see are these unintended consequences of being just completely intolerant of smoke i don't know
1: they're encouraging people to stay away from black market oils that go in the vape
0: oh well nicotine is a very dangerous drug so if if you're going to get overdosed that's what i figured the risk would be overdosing on nicotine yeah so there's okay. So there's other stuff that's been kind of top of mind today. One thing was that a Trump's planning to pull out troops from Afghanistan, and I'm thinking, have we still not still not done that? Hasn't it been eighteen years <laughs> yeah. since since 11 eleven? Eighteen years? Didn't they kill Osama bin Laden? Like, what are we doing there? I mean, doesn't doesn't Saudi Arabia feed the, the uh, Sunni terrorists into Syria? Like, have we are we still pretending like we're fighting that fight? Yeah. Because the Sunnis are on our side. <laughs> so I don't understand what we're doing in Afghanistan.
1: It's going to be 2050, and there's going to be candidates going, I will finally get us out of Afghanistan.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's endless war. Endless, endless, endless war.
1: Today's uh, Individual yeah. Rights Day, by the way. So happy oh. Individual Rights Day.
0: Thank you. I think every day is Individual Rights Day. Just today. With, without a doubt. <laughs> Just today. Uh, I got a couple of other things. Did you see the the article that Dean tweeted to us on
1: Harpa? I did. Not harp, Har- not
0: DARPA, Harpa.
1: It's uh, a, 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 they bred, it sounds like.
0: Yes. Well, I think that they're, it's there both to please people who like that stuff and to trigger beyond the limits of a person's self-control anyone who's like okay you want to combine harp and darpa what (laughs) but what it is is it's the health (laughs) advanced research project agency they this is they're trying to push trump into using this as his legacy and i'll just tell you the excuse that you're going to do something that that encroaches on people's rights and uses taxpayers' money and falls completely outside of the limits of the Constitution and excuse it in terms of, well, this is your legacy, is is actually, I don't like it, and and it's not new. But what it is is it connects mental health issues with signs of future violent behavior. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they say that it's going to be all voluntary and that there's going to be all these privacies respected, which is exactly what they said when Obamacare came out. They're like, we're not going to let pediatricians ask people about their gun ownership. And then after Sandy Hook, they did. They, these DNA testing companies, the FBI uh, is tapping into them without any legal documentation whatsoever to just blanket test DNA to find relatives not even the pe- the people they're not even suggesting that the people they're looking at are criminals, that they have any probable cause is that they're looking for the relatives of those people. I mean, there's no legal justification for that. Glaxo Smith Klein is working with 23 and me to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars to use that information for, uh, for medical reasons. And they, 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 Bait and switch us with the privacy stuff. Like the street level facial recognition, uh, for example, are not supposed to have like actual identifiers, but they oftentimes do. And so the privacies that they could put in by totally disconnecting the identifier with the data, they do not put in. So it will be, even if maybe they do it in the beginning, that stuff just slips away. And let me tell you where they're getting the data that they're using to assess connections between mental health and violent behaviors to, I'm sure it's to assess pre-crime. And what, what one of the lawmakers said or organizers said, this is to investigate how people should be treated and not have guns. Like it wasn't even grammatically correct. It was like, yeah, okay. And not, and not have guns. Yeah. And this is how they're getting the information. They want to combine data and AI through information gathered from things like Apple Watches, oh. Fitbits, Amazon Echoes, and Google so that they can identify risk factors when it comes to mental health issues that could indicate a violent behavior.
1: Well, so now Something we're like starting that. to see what the purpose of all these smart devices, are, how they're going to be used.
0: Yes. And that that is one of the big things is that all this internet of things, the data, it wouldn't be if you could trust anybody to actually disconnect the data from the identifier it would be less bad Mm -hmm. but that's where the value is they're not going to do that you can't count that's the whole purpose so they one of the things they said was that they uh that republicans this is in the article dean sent me republicans are going to are like this stuff because it gets away from like gun control measures which is such crap that's they're just saying that any it's clearly a gun control measure among many other things and the people who are pushing it said if they can get Ivanka to adopt it as her pet project they have a good chance of of cramming it in there I don't even think it requires legislation to be honest
1: very interesting
0: not good, not good. Yeah.
1: You guys can find your drive time prop every afternoon at 4 p.m. on propreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform, and we will talk to you tomorrow.